Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. LAist Studios. A lot of people, Angelinos, don't know that LA exists because the river, because water is life. When that clicked in my brain, I was like, oh wow, I'm in Los Angeles originally way back when in history because of water. We're out here in the LA River in Encino with our microphones in the water. Who's never kayaked? Okay, you guys are all real comfortable with kayaking? Well, then I'm just going to tell you straight out what the deal is. And you can probably hear the surprise in my voice when I tell you it is lush. That looks like we're in the middle of Portland, Oregon, in the Pacific Northwest. It's enough to make you forget the hell of the freeway that is right above us. It's me, our producer Evan, and another party of about 10 people. So these guys, just so you guys know, they're doing a podcast while we're doing this. So if you wonder what's going on. How to LA. How to LA. Yeah. All right. From LA Studios. Let's do a kayak cuddle, you guys. Let's just cuddle up and all get all kayaky. I'm Brian De Los Santos, and this time we're spending the day paddling up the LA River. You could chime in and say crazy stuff. And, yeah, for right? sure. I, I'll call you out. I'll call yeah, you out. D- yeah, feel free, okay? <laughs> Thank you. And we're diving deep into its history. Dozens of groups depended on the LA River. The Tongva, the Gabrielino, the Tatabiam. Because without the LA River, there probably wouldn't be a Los Angeles to talk about. Walk, grab our cacks by the nose, walk them out into this deeper water. So we're here along this uncemented stretch of the LA River that runs through the Sepulveda Basin Wildlife Preserve. And you get in it when it's about the height of a couch, okay? First things first though, we gotta introduce you to our guide. My name is Gary Golding with LA River Expeditions and you're about to get an awesome tour. You might actually know Gary from his other job, being a top survivalist on Discovery's Naked and Afraid. I've lived 183 days of my life butt naked off the land all over the world. Check it out. A lot of beginners do this. Before we get started, Gary's showing us everything we need to know to stay above water. Look, if I tell you flip your paddle, that means you're probably holding it upside down with the flared part at the bottom. But as we kind of hinted at... Gary's a bit of a character. Flip it, Brian. Flip it. Jeez. (laughs) No, but not like that. Hands over the top. Okay. You know, Gary's over here bullying me because we have the podcast on and obviously because I'm the cute one on the tour, but... So everybody just grab a kayak. I got my running sneakers on because we're not allowed to be barefoot and I don't own Crocs like a certain producer of ours. Uh, excuse me, this is the number one shoe for water sports. And now it's time to get in the water. This is hot today and I'm getting a little bit of an arm workout, so 
you know, it's a good day to be outside. Off to the left up here, for those of you that recognize, there's like a little hill, there's a mulberry tree. I used to call it the mini Grand Canyon, but a little girl was in here and said, you should just call it the average canyon. I said, you're right, there's nothing grand about it. I think I'm just like a little gag that it's still the LA River and I know it's the LA River, but it doesn't feel like we're in LA right now. Along this river, we have walnuts, figs, stinging nettles, wild mustard, cattails, sunflowers. This is plantain. This is neosporin of the plant world. I'm learning a lot about plants and the life around the LA River and all in all, I feel like I'm back in a college class now. <laughs> Ecology 101. Yes. With a little extra dose of LA. Don't let yourself just drift into this. The current will take you away. Stay out of here. Ah! Brian got moored on a little mini island in the river. Right. But he's made it through. <laughs> Gary is helping everyone through the, uh, the little narrow strait. We got you, girl. You can do it on your own. Can I ask you what your name is? Shirley. Is this your first time on the LA River on a kayak? It's the second time. The first time was at the Elysian Park. That was another LA River tour. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, pretty fun too. But you loved it so much you had to do it again or what? Yeah, I brought the whole group here. We're going to continue up here. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to stop in the shade. I'm going to tell you guys the history of the river, the American people, and how LA is supposed to function as an ecosystem and why we get to kayak in this river, which is only a decade old. Everybody hold on to him. Hey, Brian, hold on to him. And then, hey, and then you hold on to his handle and everybody hold on to each other's handle and I'll keep us kind of centered right here, okay? This'll be cool right here because within eye shot, when you see all the stuff you're gonna see, it's gonna be fascinating and it's gonna get philosophical and it's gonna get deep because whether you know it or not, you're here to master plants. See that palm tree? You chop at the bottom of it, open it up, heart of palm. Anybody have heart of palm? Inside that, there's a heart of palm about that big, probably that long. Nettles, a superfood, blows spinach away. Then, this right here, see this plant right here? Anybody know? Yeah, castor bean plant. I'm gonna tell you a few uses of this plant. Number one, medication, castor oil. Number two, the KGB would refine it down to something called ricin and use it to kill people, assassination. Number three, people rub castor oil on their eyelashes to make them grow fuller, like she does. Beautification. Number four, anybody ever hear of anything called castrol? Lubrication, castrol. So this one plant does medication, assassination, beautification, and lubrication. They say that the native tribes could tell you 300 uses for every plant, and most people don't have any idea in LA that they're surrounded by all of this food and medicine. The Tongva people, they didn't have to water their crops because the water table was so high, it was a garden of Eden. It would rain and regenerate the topsoil and regenerate the aquifers. Food was growing everywhere. That's why you live in LA. Water is life. 1938, they cemented in the river and trapped it. So now for every inch of rain, seven billion gallons of water gets flushed straight out to sea. But this one part of the river where we're at today does not have a concrete floor. That's why it feels so natural here and why it's such a great place to kayak. And 
Now this back here is a catch area to hold the water so they could open the dam like a hose and control how much goes through LA. See that trash in that tree? That's not Christmas decorations. That gives you an idea how high the water gets in here, right? That's why there's a season to kayak here, Memorial Day to Labor Day, because the rains will kill you if you're back here when it's raining heavy. Now, here's the deal. We're almost to the end. We're gonna kayak between that up there to see a little waterfall and we'll turn around. We go back at our own pace, okay? All right, we gotta take a quick break here. The tour continues in just a little bit. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, the Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Bunuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. And we're back, hanging out on the L.A. River. So, Evan, this is my first time kind of like hanging out on the L.A. River, always having a first time on the podcast. There's no concrete. There's like all this green. To be honest, when we started kayaking, it felt like I was in that one movie, Anaconda. I don't know if you remember that one with J-Lo. Anaconda. (laughs) Well, what did we say earlier is like it kind of felt like being in the Pacific Northwest or something like that. And you're right, it, it, it's dense. I mean, this is like a jungly kind of experience, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first for me to be here this way. Was this the first time for you? You know, I did used to come to this park a lot when I was a kid. Um, I would go for like walks around the area. So I remember like seeing the water here, but it's definitely my first time actually being in it and it really it does feel kind of magical the first first time that i was ever setting foot in the la river actually was with this organization called friends of la river they've been super involved in all the planning for the river's future and organizing community meetings hello hi evan hey dennis how's it going i kind of wanted to see what they had to say about all of this Really, the biggest problem that the LA River has is really just a PR thing. Folks don't know that it exists, and also folks don't know why it's important. And that's really where Friends of the LA River comes in. My name is Dennis Mabasa, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer of Friends of the Los Angeles River, also known as FOLAR. I am from Los Angeles. Most of our team is from Los Angeles, too. But I I feel like I just didn't really know for most of my life that That much. We had a river. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Regardless of where they grew up, most folks don't know that we have a river. I grew up less than half a mile away from the river. And I also grew up thinking it was a piece of concrete. You know, it was a piece of infrastructure. 
If we were to uh, jump into Time Machine and go back 500 years, obviously the city of LA would look very, very different. A lot of folks lived here. The Tongva, the Gabrielino, the Tataviam, dozens of groups depended on the LA River for their food, their medicine, their shelters. LA was one of the most biodiverse regions in the entire world. But indigenous folks also knew that this was an ephemeral river. So it was a seasonal river. During parts of the year, the river would actually be an underground river. That's sort of known as our groundwater. They also recognized when the river did flood, it brought really valuable nutrients to the soil. Dennis says this groundwater-super soil combo is actually what attracted Spanish colonizers to the region in the first place. And you can still see that legacy today in our urban planning. For example, there's a street called La Cienega. La Cienega actually means the swamp. Um, It was named La Cienega because of all of the water that was sort of flowing out of the ground. From 1850 to really the early 1900s, homes were being built everywhere in LA, all willy-nilly. Millions of people were coming to California from all over the world. And, you know, folks moving here did not know the city was built on a floodplain because they really displaced the indigenous folks, the folks that were the keepers of this knowledge. They didn't listen to them. But when the floods come, when a 50-year flood comes, there goes your home. In 1938, Really, the city of Los Angeles learned its lesson to not build without understanding the natural history of ecology of the place. Because there was one of the biggest floods, some folks say it was anywhere in between 10 inches of rain to 30 inches of rain within a very small period of time. Over 5,000 properties were damaged. Hundreds of folks lost their lives. It was so expensive for the city of LA. And they thought of two plans. They either thought, one, we could put parks on the sides of the river. They called it the Emerald Necklace. It was a plan by the Olmsted brothers, which designed Central Park and a bunch of other parks. Or two, we could concretize everything. And it's pretty obvious they ended up choosing the concrete pathway. They put in the concrete to save property and lives. But what they lost was the whole function of the ecosystem the regeneration of the topsoil, the regeneration of the aquifers. And I'm of a generation where it was illegal to go in this river. We've only been allowed to kayak here for the past 12 years, and it's because of an act of rebellion of George Wolfe and Lewis McAdams and others. For those who don't know, Lewis McAdams was an activist and co-founder of Folar. He was one of the first big defenders of the LA River, calling for its restoration in the 1980s. So then, fast forward, to about 14 or 15 years ago, my boss, George Wolf, moved here from the East Coast and he was an avid kayaker. And he's like, can I kayak that river? And they said, no, it's illegal. And this river was a toilet in the gutter in the sewer of LA, where when you changed oil in the car with your dad or brake fluid, you went and dumped it in the gutter. You didn't even think twice. George Wolf wanted to kayak this river and there was an activist from the Lewis McAdams days who knew about a loophole in the law that if you can prove this river to be navigable by boat, it would have to be protected by the EPA and treated like a natural river instead of a gutter in a sewer. George got a bunch of friends together. His wife got a film permit so she could make a documentary to film it. 52 miles up the river, sure enough, choppers up in the air, foot cops waiting on the shores. Like, what the heck are you doing in the river? 
they would pull out the film permit and show it. Film permits in L.A. are gospel. Terminator, Grease, all these movies filmed in the river. The cops had seen it before. So they opened up the film permit and they're like, oh, continue on. They made it 52 miles all the way to Long Beach. He fought for it in court. Two years later, it got protected by the EPA and called a river. And now we all get to kayak in it. That's beautiful, honestly. Hey, come here. That's how to LA. <laughs> I don't know if you get much more how to LA. It's very interesting that this piece of LA history traces back to protest. And with a lot of spaces throughout the city, it ties back to community, right? The LA River is really sort of a metaphor for our future city, our future sustainable city. Historically, we tried to control nature. We tried to put nature in a concrete pathway and say, this is where you belong. However, the only pathway forward is to recognize that we as humans are part of nature. It's not just beneficial for the plants and animals that are living down there, but you can feel cooler temperatures. You can breathe cleaner air when we restore our river, when we take care of urban nature. We're not just taking care of urban nature, but we're also taking care of ourselves. Alrighty, y'all, we're back to where we started. So it's time to hop out of these kayaks and get on home. Oh my lord of lords, who likes spiders? Yo, hey, come here, Brian. Brian's being bullied by our guide, throwing spiders at him. <laughs> what I loved about doing this tour is that it gave me a different feeling for the LA River. Growing up, I thought it was just like a dumping grounds for all of our trash. And now that I experience wildlife and plants and even some spiders on my back, now I know it's this oasis that some people come to to kind of get away from it all. And if you want to do that too, your last chance is in September. So you got to book those things quickly. This episode was produced by Evan Jacoby. Our other producers are Victoria Alejandro, Megan Botel, and Monica Bushman. And I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.